Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. Wisconsin Farmers Union members will get together in Madison on Wednesday for the Farm and Rural Lobby Day at the state capitol. Before meeting with their lawmakers, Farmers Union will brief its members on the policy priorities set at their annual meeting in December. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report, and the topics that Farmers Union is talking about range across several categories, from rural economy issues to on-farm environmental work. Michelle Ramirez-White is the policy coordinator for the Wisconsin Farmers Union, she tells me they expect a good turnout for the Farm and Rural Lobby Day. Weather permitting, we're very hopeful to receive around uh, 60 to 70 farmers down in Madison. We do this event every year and it's often time, the only time of year that they come down to Madison. So it's fun and it's it's a great memory for a lot of our members. Obviously with snowstorms this week and potentially next week, we're aware that the travel might be more difficult, but we're really hopeful to see around 60 to 70 farmers. Michelle, you had told me ahead of this interview that bipartisan redistricting was a key issue that Wisconsin Farmers Union is bringing to the state capitol. Can you give me some background on that discussion and what exactly Farmers Union is telling lawmakers? So we've been long advocating that our our districts are gerrymandered and we would really like to see the maps being re-examined. So on December 22nd, 2023, that actually happened. Our Wisconsin Supreme Court ruled that the Wisconsin legislative maps are unconstitutional and must be redrawn before the 2024 election. So we are very supportive of the current process that is underway and Uh, We'll continue to advocate to ensure that the maps are fair and representative of our constituents here in Wisconsin. Michelle, what is a fair map and why does that matter to Wisconsin farmers? Redistricting really polarizes people's political ideology and disenfranchises minority parties in a given district if they're not being fairly represented. So it is just to create a fair representation of everyone that lives in our, our state Um, And having irregular shaped districts, it does not serve anyone in our state. And it would just create more potentially competitive elections and have people feel like they trust our legislature and and feel more involved in the political process when we don't just have completely safe districts that are no longer competitive. Not to say that every district would become competitive under a fair map, but it's just to re-examine the current maps to make sure that they're reflective of the communities of interest and populations that share a common social or economic interest be included in the same district for purposes of effective and fair representation. Another thing that Wisconsin Farmers Union is engaging in is rural infrastructure, health care, nutrition, education. Walk Mm -hmm. me through those points and what exactly you're going to be telling lawmakers when you visit on Wednesday. We are highlighting nutrition and education this year. We had a larger conversation in 2023 in our policy discussions internally about bridging the gap between um, early ag education and then continuing into careers in agriculture. So we want to have a renewed focus on how we can really bridge our, our connection to schools. So we're supporting AB 75. 
for SB 720, uh, school aid, which would provide healthy school meals for all, uh, public and private schools, for costs of those meals and making an appropriation to cover school meals. And we feel like that's very important, as well as farm to fork grants, which is a separate legislation to allocate money for farm to fork support grants, creation and expansion of programming so that more local and healthy food can be placed in Wisconsin schools. We see that as very very important. As far as rural development or rural infrastructure, we're supportive of payment processing for farmers, which is a really cool bill, SB 710, AB 750, and it provides an investment in EBT credit and debit processing equipment for farmers and farmers markets statewide. So that will help both increase access to healthy homegrown food in Wisconsin, uh, but also increase sales to our farmers and broaden the options for people utilizing EBT. So these nutrition priorities also go hand in hand with economic development in rural Wisconsin and opening markets in agriculture. Definitely. Yeah. Increasing these uh, avenues for income and, and sources to sell local products to Wisconsin schools is definitely part of preserving our small to mid-sized farms and just increasing our rural infrastructure and making more viable ways of having support for our smaller to mid-sized farms in our local school districts and through local farmers markets. Do you find that you're getting support from other farm organizations on the priorities that your membership developed for the year? Yeah, I think in general, these ideas around um, education and nutrition expansion is important. Uh, We're part of a Healthy School Meals for All coalition of other uh, groups and uh, food procurement groups. So we have definite uh, building of coalition support around these ideas and continuing to have this conversation on how we can bridge the support from organizations like food shelters and food hubs uh, to also agricultural groups like our own. Have you been successful in getting lawmakers' attention for the Farm and Rural Lobby Day? Are they looking forward to meeting with their constituents? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a great time of year. It's a busy time of year as a lot is moving through session right now, but it's a really timely point for legislators to check in with their constituents and hear what they think about the actions happening during this session. So I think it's a really important time and we've received uh, positive feedback around setting these meetings and have had uh, overall very solid success in setting the, the meetings. And then we've also included a few different representatives and different members of the committees to speak at the event in programming prior to the legislative meetings that start at 1 p.m. So yes, I've, we've received really positive support from members of the legislature in planning this event. Michelle Ramirez-White along with us. She's the policy coordinator for the Wisconsin Farmers Union. Some of the priorities they're bringing to Farm and Rural Lobby Day on Wednesday focus on strengthening the small and mid-sized farm economy, opening up market opportunities through nutrition programs, and advocating for bipartisan legislative maps. But it doesn't stop there. Michelle, I found that health care was a top concern for Farmers Union members. It's definitely been a renewed focus for us. We're here to support in this lobby day SB 717, AB 746, which is a Badger Care public option bill. So it's expanding the basic health plans available in our state insurance market. Uh, We see public options and expansion of public options as the avenue that we want to support in expanding uh, quality health care in Wisconsin. So we're very excited to support this type of legislation. On that same hand, we're 
opposing SB 811, AB 860 on ag health plans. We're concerned about how these bills introduce unregulated health products on the insurance market for Wisconsinites if passed. Farmers have really unique health needs, so we are vehemently protective and supportive of comprehensive coverage and see that as vital to ensure farmers have access to things like medications and treatments and specialists that they need. So we see concerns around how the marketing of these products could be confusing and misleading to not just farmers, but all people in enrolling in plans that maybe don't align or cover their medical needs and expectations and then be left with the economic and medical concerns that come with substandard health care. So we're both supportive of a public option and then also kind of discussing why we would be not supportive of this kind of like market niche privatized health plan. By nature, Wisconsin Farmers Union is a grassroots organization, meaning that the legislative direction you're moving in is decided by the membership during the annual meeting. Remind us how involved Farmers Union is at the legislative level when it comes to developing the bills. We have a very robust internal policy process that is completely member-led. So all of our members really write the policy that we use as staff to inform where we fall on not only legislative issues, but how we invest in and work towards uh, applying for grants and expanding our special projects and other things in the organization. We definitely encourage our members to make strong connections with their uh, legislators, and we definitely do work with legislators both on staff and with individual members to kind of inform legislation that is introduced in the Capitol. And yeah, so we see the members coming down to Madison and both both vocalizing where their their priorities and the issues that they're facing every day as continuing to uh, support and advocate for the farmers union priorities that are passed at, again, this like membership led, very grassroots level at our state convention every year in December. So it's a very, uh, very farmer led and very member led process. And we're very excited to be able to welcome them back into their capital for this event so that they can really put all of the work they did in the policy, internal policy process in our organization into action when they speak with their legislators. Some other items that make up your to-do list in 2024, Michelle, have to do with our dairy and livestock producers. Environmental sustainability on those operations is an area in which you're looking for state support. We're very excited and supportive of the Transition to Grass pilot program that was introduced by uh, Representative Novak and Senator Jesse James. Uh, It's creating a Transition to Grass pilot program and DACAP which is kind of adding another tool to farmers' tool that's belts on how to address water quality issues. So it's expanding and supporting for managed grazing, and it's really targeted at farmers who aren't currently practicing a managed grazing system. And one thing that we're really excited about it, amongst other things, is that it is both an appropriation, so it provides money for the awardees, but it also provides technical assistance. And that monetary and technical support is spanned over a multi-year plan. So they have multiple years to help and to, to be given support to integrate these types of grazing systems, which we feel as a a sustainable agricultural step to water quality. And zooming in on dairy specifically, I understand that there's a handful of items that you'll be talking about at Farm and Rural Lobby Day. So we're supportive of three bills in the in dairy this session. Uh, we're touching on milk labeling in SB 886. So it would prohibit products that aren't from 
the definition they use is uh, a cow's milk hooved or camel lidded mammal's milk. So it would be kind of milk and dairy alternatives like almond and soy to prohibit those types of products from being labeled as milk. And then we have uh, permits for overweight transportation of fluid milk. So we're supportive of the expansion of milk hauling weight restriction limits to be able to haul more fluid milk, but also milk byproducts like whey, as we identify that those are highly perishable products that need to be transported in a very timely manner. And then lastly, we're supportive of SB 781, which is an unpasteurized dairy bill, and it provides different avenues for farmers to be able to sell raw milk in Wisconsin. There's historically been pushback, though, that raw milk could make people sick and then tarnish the dairy industry's reputation. So how does Wisconsin Farmers Union back up your support for raw milk? There's definitely merits to the stories that are being shared from people who have experienced sickness around consuming raw milk. But there are also stories of people who swear by it to cure other things. And obviously, I'm not someone in in research or medical professional that can say one way or the other what unpasteurized dairy really does. But we believe that both consumers have the right to make their own decision at the grocery store or from their own farmer if they would like to try raw milk. And then we trust the farmers in Wisconsin to sell safe dairy and think that they know what's best. And I mean, this bill also comes with more robust guidelines and testing requirements compared to previous proposals on this topic. So I think with the robust guidelines that this sets and the trust that we have on our dairy farmers, we feel good about supporting this legislation. Michelle Ramirez-White along with us, the policy coordinator for Wisconsin Farmers Union, previewing what's coming on Farm and Rural Lobby Day on Wednesday. Roughly 70 Farmers Union members will make the trip to Madison to speak up on policy priorities that will make a difference on their farms and communities. If you'd like to see the agenda or register for the Farm and Rural Lobby Day, you can visit wisconsinfarmersunion.com. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.